Hello and welcome back to 1882. This is your Tottenham podcast. Today uh, we've got myself, Ashley, and Chris. How are you doing, bro? Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Yeah, I hope everyone's well. I mean, it's absolutely sweltering. I won't lie. I'm sat here in my boxes just trying not to fucking melt. How are you holding up? <laughs> well, I've sort of gone into vampire mode, closed all the windows, closed the curtains, no lights on. And Mate, I was doing it's that. It's miserable, isn't it? It's fucking it's miserable, a, though. It's worked, though. It's miserable, but I tell you what, I was cool all day. Yeah, yeah, same. Definitely, man. Get that fan blaring as well. Um, yeah, as we said, this is your Tottenham podcast. You're stuck with us two today. We do have a couple of people lined up who are super excited to get on. Um, if you want your say, don't forget to get in touch and get with us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just let us know and we'll try and get you on as soon as possible. Right, let's uh, let's get going, Chris. The lads have been on tour in uh, in Korea. Lovely it's Korea. Pre- it's pre-season though, man. Like, what what are we even looking for? Because you can't really like go out there and like start judging that performance is necessary no no it's not the performances it's the it's the style of play in terms of the transitions in terms of patterns of play um, that you look at see if there's because there's going to be minor differences that they're going to be working on and I think we may have already seen that and it's the overall confidence of the players having that little bit longer now with Conte also the guys coming in, I think everyone's excited about the guys coming in. I know we haven't seen them yet, but the the, the few that we have have seen, I think they look like bright talents. Um, and we've overall, seen, we've seen Richarlison and Sar, so why don't we quickly yeah. we start with them? A nice segue. Let's get them out of the way. Let's start with Richarlison, the big money signing. He um, he played quite a lot of minutes in both two games. I didn't see the second one because uh, I was helping my my father-in-law build a pagoda in the fucking burning heat as well. That was fun. <laughs> didn't have a little. Uh, Little thing on the side on your mobile. Nah, <laughs> man, no signal out in that garden. Um, yeah, so I saw that I saw it against the uh, the K League team, which mm. a bit weird, wasn't it? It's not like it, it's not like the NFL where they've got like the the super team. It's my understanding was it was two players from each team. So like even oh the, was it? Yeah, even like two players from the. Shit I wasn't team. aware of that. I thought it was yeah. the uh, the same as. Um, yeah. MLS where they just picked a star-studded team. No, that's that's quite interesting, actually. Yeah, yeah, and to be fair, you wouldn't have noticed that because they weren't mugs, were they? I thought they were a better quality than we've seen over the MLS games we've seen. Yeah, definitely. I think it looked more like a game of football in, ter- in terms of the the way it was played than a show like you see over in America. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoyed the South Korea tour, um, seeing the fans out there, seeing the passion. Um, and... Like you said, there were no mugs. Like they had the, their left back, their striker. Oh, mate, the, the, the crosses their left back was the putting in. I know we said we'll talk about Richardson and Sarr, but whilst we're at it, that, the, <laughs> the crosses, mate, ridiculous, mate. But um, yeah, let's let's get to Richardson then. He um, yeah. did he start? He started up front in that first game, didn't he? And um, yeah, he he looked all to me anyway. He looked every bit of proper number nine. Do you agree? No. <laughs> Why? What? What did you see in terms of I number think nine? First, I think first half he was pathetic. Like, but then the whole team was like, "Let's." Yeah. I don't want to be too pathetic. Maybe is a bit of a reach. I'm yeah, not, but this is a like, podcast, Chris. We gotta be. Yeah, we gotta nah. be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's up to the people that come on and tell us we're wrong. Um, that's what I want to hear. Um, is people argue with me? Um, but no, listen. I think second half when he played out on the right. Um, even when he played, I think he played a little bit down the middle because he didn't come on in the forty-fifth minute. Did Kane? I don't believe. No, nah, um, I don't know. I can't he looked. He either. looked. His hold-up play looked decent. Yeah. Um, he, he, 
for me, he looks like he can do a job. I'm not going to sit here and be totally negative, mm. but in terms of expect my expectations from him are not going to be crazy well, high. Well, here's, here's why I thought he looked every bit at number nine. Like you said, his hold-up play was good. He was a handful for the defenders across the pitch. Like he was popping up wherever the ball was, he seemed to be there to receive the pass. And um, he, he, nobody, we're never going to get a number nine who can pass the ball like Kane does. So what he's, what we need Richardson to do is find another way to keep our keep our attacks going. And he was, he was holding up the ball well. We were trying. Uh, a few little one-two touches, but didn't always come off. But then again, he was playing with Lucas, and it's fucking hard. He was playing with Lucas. He was playing so. with Lucas and Gill, and yeah. and I mean, Gil, I, I was he was he was very he was very isolated. In fact, all three of them were isolated, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's because pre-season. Look, the energy is not going to be the same in the midfield, and I don't think that's going to be an issue in the in in the season. Yeah. Um, but in that game, Richarlison was a bit secluded, so I'd give him that. Um, and I do like his passion. He does seem to want to prove a point. Mm. Um, but I just think a lot of... I'm just a bit worried about the expectations people are having on this guy. Um, it's always going to come when you put a lot of money in. But I think as fans, yeah. we need to put the money inside, uh, aside. And no, of course. if he can come in, if he can score 15 goals across the comp- across all season. competition this season, that's a good season. And the weight that lifts off Kane and Son... Who, let's be honest, have been our only real goal scorers. Like we've been, we've been lacking like a goal scoring midfielder. But if we can placate that by having Richarlison come in and score a few oh, goals, yeah. as well, I'd, 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 I'd be, that. I'd be happy with the twelve to thirteen that he averages. Yeah, yeah. with with about five assists. I yeah, feel and obviously his, his versatility, his hand as well. Been able to give uh, Son and Kane proper proper rest time because, like I said, I think he looks every bit of number nine, and he's obviously not on Kane's level. But who, who is? But compared to the other number nines we've had, when we've had when we've had other number nines, he's I, I'm I'm comfortable with Kane sitting out for him against uh, any side outside the top six, to be honest. Um, and him coming off, like we, we've spoken about it lots, and everyone's spoken about it lots. But having five subs, and if one of those subs is for Charleston, then that's 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 quality coming off the bench. Um, oh yeah, with his pace and his physicality and even his ability in the air. That's no defender wants that. He's not. He's, he's, he's what we can agree. He's no mug. No, exactly. He's he's Premier League standard. He's he's good for us coming off the bench. Well, that's it. And we talk about acting like a big club as well and going to a club like Everton exactly. and saying we're going to have your best player, mate. We're going to take uh, your best player. Exactly. That's that's, that's how big clubs work. But that was good. Uh, the only other the only other newbie that we saw uh, was sort of the delayed start for for Saar, who from from all accounts he looked pretty comfortable in the first game without no, being spectacular I'm not going to lie I've got a lot of time for Saar yeah. I think he's going to be a very very talented player are you a bit worried uh, about his size at all because he looks no, stick thin he's stick thin but I tell you what we've got to we've got to get away from this this thin bit mm. no one can tell me Yaya Torre was a big player in terms of physical size he wasn't size, fucking small though, was he <laughs> no but in, in terms of height Saar's no mug Saar's like 6'1 six, 6'2 six, yeah yeah I know but he weighs about the same as a toddler but it's we got to remember right McGregor McGregor said it and a lot of people have said it in the fighting world it's the same with football mm. right you get your body in between the ball and the player there is nothing they can do How, well, it's wait, all about the body con- positioning what's it's the McGregor about... context there because I'm wondering what you so, were going with that so 
in the McGregor context, it was always speed and accuracy over power, or right. speed okay. and accuracy is power. Right. Yeah. Got so it. in terms of physicality in football, you, it's all about body positioning. It's yeah. all about tempo. Um, it's all about control of the ball. Let's not forget that you don't have to be a massive player, but if you can move that ball side to side, yeah. and you've got the ball you've got your body in between the ball and the player there is nothing that player is doing because you can't tackle from behind that is a rule yeah. so it's all about body position and Saar has got that let's not forget Saar has had more exposure to first team football than Skip but yet we don't answer the, ask them questions with Skip no no and this guy fair, has played more more he's played more at club level and he's also had more exposure yeah. at um, international level yeah yeah and I think he reminds me a lot actually I, I, like I said I only watched the first game and in that game he was playing just a, just a simple passes he put in a lot of def- a good defensive shift because we were starting to have trouble down that left hand side and then he covered that superbly um, but on, on the ball he was just sort of keeping it simple as, as you would do like obviously like when you go into a new job you just keep it simple you're, you're not going to start pulling up trees and like telling your boss you've got the most amazing ideas and shit he was just keeping it simple, which reminds me a lot of Skip when he first burst on the scene as a like eighteen year old, whatever. When he did come in, didn't do anything spectacular, but just kept it simple. Um, and obviously went away to Norwich and developed his game and come back, and we've seen a, a, a more rounded player who's going to just keep getting better and better. Um, I heard that's sort of what Saar was doing in the second game was being a bit more adventurous. Is that am I making so, that up? Saar, no. So he he just it's not that he won't in the first game he was just a lot more confident mm. Saar in the defensive end will always give you um, physicality um, speed power he's always going to play the simple passes to get out he isn't, it's not that he's not anti-press but he's not Basuma and Benteke yeah. but going forward when he's in the attacking phase when he's in the final third he has already got the confidence and he's always had the confidence to strike the ball he's got a better strike than probably with Benteke and he may even have one better than Basuma but we don't know yet because Basuma has never really played that role a few um, but Saar so, so has played in a 10 mm. he's played further forward He's he's if you watch a lot of his highlights and I know comps are always designed to look a certain way but if you look at a majority of them he is not scared to hit the ball and when he does hit the ball from distance it, it doesn't always go in but he tests the keeper and it's always I always say you test the keeper you always got that rebound Yeah. and if Kane and Son who are always always normally good at following the rebound if that happens it adds another dimension yeah. um, and I've, to be honest with you like I don't think he's better than Skip. I'm not saying that, guys, at all. So please don't come for me and start atting me. <laughs> nah, fucking at him. Chris, what's your... What's your <laughs> fucking go for him. <laughs> Chris underscore C91 if you want to. But listen, you get it back. Um, I'm down for the smoke. Um, no, but he's got a higher ceiling than Skip. So for me, he's got more ability and more talent to surpass Skip. I'm not saying he will. Mm. I think they're both going to be top-class players. enough in him. I just see enough in him already to to not get excited, but to really start backing the guy and yeah. not be worried about him going out well, alone. I'll I be think, happy to stick around the club. Yeah, and I think um, I think the compliment about his performances has sort of come from the reporting about it. So, like before the uh, tournament, there was it was pretty much nailed on 
in the reports from everyone with any sort of con um, control or um, sorry connection to the club was saying that he was pretty much nailed on to go back on loan and get some pre-season uh, to get another f a full season in, in professional football with regular regular game time but now it sounds like Conte um, isn't sure and he might actually he might keep him around which is it tells you just how much he's impressed in, in that massive situation. compliment I mean you he's can't only been get, working with Conte for like two what two and a half you weeks, can't, three weeks? You, to be honest the biggest compliment comes from your manager yeah. and no matter at what level you are you could be at grassroots if your manager compliments you and backs you that that's all you need really in terms of confidence yeah. more so than the fans the fans are great to compliment you but if it's coming from your manager and it's coming from your peers yeah. but fans if are Harry, fickle, man like we hype up every new sign and then we smash like oh, Winks that's what we, meant we to hyped do. up Winks when he came on the scene and now we're fucking destroyed that was you well, that was you that, don't put me in that category it wasn't just I told me, you from day one no you didn't man don't I told you from day one this guy's pads no, we're not look we've spoken <laughs> enough about Winks man we're not, we're not doing no no let's anymore. not do it but yeah no there's good there's good talk about Star coming up and I'm really excited mm. to see more of him um, over definitely over, over the coming season hopefully he stays at Tottenham it would be really good to see him develop under Conte because he's he's every bit he's, Conte he's, he's, he's He's every bit of Conte sentiment is what I'm trying to say there, but the yeah. heat's getting to my head and I'm struggling to get the words <laughs> out. Um, all right, is there, was there anyone like I, I mentioned? I was I quite liked Gil in in his performance. Was there anyone mm. who sort of surprised you and surprisingly impressed you? Do you know what? Like, it's not surprising, but in a way, it is surprising because even during pre-season, but man, Romero, I'm real player. Romero, real. even in pre-season, this guy. The in, they they wanted to up the intensity so what did he do he just matched it and was like come at me bro <laughs> like this guy is just a phenomenal and then Dan Bellens you. tried to compare him to Ben Wyatt like how insulting is that like, this guy who was that Dan Bellens just all the Arsenal fans man all of them like oh they, but, let's let's that's the, the podcast is not for them nah. like don't worry about Woolwich lot man let, let, let them stick with yeah I know but like every, any opportunity to, to go at him I'm going at him because uh, no of course because fuck Woolwich but um, <laughs> But yeah, what a, what a baller, and he's he's got it. All. If only like, just be a little bit head at, better at heading. That's the one thing. He's still young, and he's he's a he's a right centre back, so it's not essential. But if he had that, then um, he'd be he'd arguably be the best around already. I don't think he needs to head. He just push him out of the way, man. <laughs> just fucking bullies him out of the way. Yeah, don't worry about bullies. He bullies strikers, man. Unreal, unreal. Like player. what? What he like? We go back to Richarlison, but what? Yeah. He must still have nightmares of Romero. <laughs> That's why he signed for Tottenham, so he didn't have to face Romero. Hundred percent. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. Uh, Neil Mopai didn't say I'll join you for free after what he, Romero did to him. Like he gives he gives people nightmares, man. Yeah. And he's every bit. And I'm telling you now, he is going to be the. The next Van Dyke in terms of well, the know, out and out best you know centre back in the world. They're going to do. They're going to try and do what Aston Villa tried to do to us. Even though we played on four nil, but you know um, that yeah, basically they just kept the ball away from him. Mm. They they drew him out and then passed it away before the, he got anywhere near him. It's like <laughs> it was like you know it's like um, the Spanish little lot with the uh, with the ball fighting when they try and just oh yeah they, they just, just wave the flag in front of him and, <laughs> and when move. the ball gets anywhere near they just they, they just legged it so. Um, so that's pretty much that's how good he is that teams just don't want the ball anywhere near him because they know he's going to take the ball with the player 
half the fucking row, row A as well. Like it just, just reminds <laughs> everyone out. Of the way, but but yeah. that's 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 even more exciting for me is because you want to come down the left now, come for it. Yeah. But if you lose that ball, Perisic and Son are gonna destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, not forget about what we got coming in. Perisic has had one of the best for his size. Yeah. He had one of the best aerial percentages in terms of jewels one. Well, he's what like another six foot six foot one. There's quite quite a indication in our signings that we want a bit more physicality. Like they're all they're all six foot plus, aren't they so far? Mm. Um, oh, it's it's good to see. Cool. Right. Most hated club in the league next year. I'm telling you. Oh mate, we're gonna boil so much piss. Even American, <laughs> even American fans are singing about us. And it wasn't even an Arsenal fan. It was a United fan as well. Like what? What was that? Like, <laughs> Sing about Tottenham. All you like. How many concerts is it now that randomly the the people that probably don't even follow follow football start singing? What do you think of Tottenham? Yeah. Yeah, I love really. it. We're Bring fucking, it on. And they try and tell us we're irrelevant, fake one shit. It's like we're, we're living <laughs> rent free in all of your fucking heads. Like, all, of them shit, all of them are shit scared of Tottenham nowadays, man. I love it. We're big boys, man. We're the big boys. <laughs> so, um, whilst we were away, or just before we went away, I say we went away, I was stuck at home. <laughs> before the lads went away to Korea, uh, we brought in a new signing in Longley who couldn't join them because uh, the visa and everything didn't come through in time. I'm not as pessimistic about this sign as Twitter. Everyone on Twitter seems to be. I feel like he can be a, a really good player in a free on that left hand side because he's he's just so he's very calm on the ball. He's 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 got the odd mistake in him, but you know he's he's got that he's got the Conte profile of being able to take the ball forward almost like a almost like a left back, but. Um, I know, I know. He made a few mistakes for Barcelona, but a he's, few. he's a bit of a, he's a scapegoat though, because like they're never gonna go at PK or the old boys that were there, and the whole team was a fucking mess. And if we can get him, even his first season at Barcelona, but if we can get his some, first season at Barcelona was good. Exactly, and and the season at Sevilla was unreal. The problem we've got, Ash, is right when it comes when it comes to football. Hmm. You can only really judge a year or two back. Yeah. You can only judge a player on what they've showed you. Yeah, you and, say that. And you can't, you can't, there's a player in him, I agree. Yeah. There is definitely a player and does he suit Conte's style 100%. My concern is, is that has he got the confidence to do a, re, a to, to rebuild and become the player he was at Sevilla and that. Yeah, as long I've as he can, as long as he can do that, he's got all the talent. It's, and that a system, lot of it, a lot of it comes down to the mentality of the player. But we've seen Conte do this time and time again with players. Like I know, I know he had to convert Victor Moses to wing, wing back, but like Victor Moses was like was, was nothing. Uh, Arturo Vidal uh, into he brought back in and reinvigorated his career. There's a few Juve uh, Bazaye, I think he brought in. Uh, at centre back as well when his career looked like it was coming to well, an end wasn't it Giaccarini was one of his Giaccarini was his left wing back when he won the fucking title <laughs> like he Conte has has um, has history of rebuilding players careers which look like they're either um, dwindling out or, or coming but do to you think end. and this is not saying that Conte is not special right do you think it's his coaching or do you think it's, it's more of his ability to look at a player's profile and put him in a position that suits him? Because let's yeah. be honest, I think that's his that's his, one of his best talents. And and what sticks him out to other managers is because Victor Moses, you look at Victor Moses when he was a striker or a right winger, he was never really a goal threat. 
Nah, it was just the he was always he was always big and strong and worked hard. Yeah. So why wouldn't he work at right wing back? So I think he's just very good at picking the right players and to fit the system. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's he's been he's been talking about that a lot as well, having like the right, especially for like the, the right player for the right system in the right league as well. Like we had to have Premier <clears> League ready players and and all that lot. Um, and uh, yeah, no, he's he, he does that, but also I think it's just because his his methods and his tactics are so like informed so like there's not all these players that have had a crisis of confidence and stuff when you're going into a system where you know what you need to do because your manager has told you like your decision making uh, at the, at the elements away. of your game that are decision making are, are few and far between so you like when you're not in your head so much because you don't have to make the decisions for yourself like you know where your teammates are going to be and you know when your manager wants you to pass and press and whatever I think that's naturally going to just help you get out of that headspace which is which is making you uh, underperform there's um, there's obviously there's the when, when you go into um, sports science and all that nonsense but basically there's the bell curve of the ultimate uh, stress zone that you want to be in as a as a sportsman this is taking me back to my uni days don't take me word for word because I only got a fucking 2-2 but you know it was uni I was studying but um, basically the bell curve and you want to be in the optimum level of stress and I think Conte having taken away the um, the pressure of making your own decisions helps people stay in that optimum level and not have to worry too much and, and go into, yeah. to, into sort of in the choking extreme no of course and like I said I've got every trust in Conte in terms of the signings he picks and we've seen this year that he's green lighted every single transfer Yeah. so if he's green lighted Longley, who am I to, to say any difference of course I've got my reservations still yeah. but if isn't anyone's going to prove that's, me wrong that's back in the manager isn't it? that's what that's what we've been crying. Yeah. that's all that Enoch out and Levy out lot have been saying for years is back the manager right this is back, back in the manager. manager this is what it looks like yeah. it's not about signing sexy players that we want it's about signing the players that the manager wants, regardless of what we think of them. It's or about, what, it's what about having a plan. Yeah, exactly. It's about having a system, having a plan that fits. And to be honest, Long, Longley is going to take some time to get used to. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of proving to do. Yeah. But do I trust the system? Do I trust Conte? Do I trust the likes of Perisic around him? Well, even Lloris as well, him. his international captain. Even Lloris. Um, yeah, I think I think I think he could come good. And it's um, relatively low risk, man. It's a loan, like no obligation to buy. No, yeah, it's it's low Very risk. Very cheap. I think it's a cheap loan. Yeah, yeah, we won't be paying all these wages. No, of course. And listen, Barcelona huge. don't, unless you're Martin Bra- Braithwaite. Barcelona yeah. don't sign mugs. <laughs> or De Jong. Well, Luke Luke De Jong, that is. Oh, Luke, Luke De Jong, but that's, they're going through a mess. Oh mate. Um, but they don't, they don't sign mugs. No, um, no they just ruin them. They just yeah. Well, <laughs> fortunately, they they've got this knack of ruining defenders. Yeah, but um, no, I, I'm I, I'm sure we'll see a few good things. I mean, the only thing that worried me is last season his head, header success rate, like at winning headers, was less than forty percent. Yeah, but then at really the same time. Shitty. But before that, it was close to sixty. So how has it dropped so much in a season? That's but at the same time, us as fans are crying out for Paul Torres. Yeah, who's fucking useless. Who is awful in the fucking the, he, What he is, um, he's like Tom Brady. Like, you want him on the ball passing it. Save that for James Ward Pass. <laughs> no, but the point is, you don't want... But when he's got time and shit on the ball, then when he's on, when he's on the ball, great. 
but you don't want him challenging people one on one and you don't like, want him for fights. You don't want him moving backwards. No, exactly. The minute he starts running he, backwards, oh lord, that guy. I've heard people like saying Bambi. we should have we should have fought them Botman because before you before Newcastle did. It's really important that people want like that I want people to understand is that not every left footed centre back is suitable to left centre back. That's not it's not how it works. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going to question the intelligence player, but he's of, a, of anyone. No, but Botman is a great centre back. Yeah, for Newcastle, I think he would have been very be good for us in the centre. I think he would have been good for us in the centre centre back. But yeah. as a left centre back, I don't think we would have spent that much on no. a Dyer comp- competition for Dyer though. Like if we no, get competition for no. Dyer, then it won't be a forty, fifty million pound. No, I think that's what they'll look at next year. Right. I, I mean, it's we're now it's now twenty to eleven on Monday for anyone who's listening. And we still haven't announced Spence. I, we've been planning to record this <laughs> since like Thursday, and I really thought we've Spence been waiting be for like Spence. That. We've been saying that shit. We? We'll wait for Spence. We'll wait for Spence. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen all the pictures, so like well, we've we can talk about him. it, right? We've signed him. There's there's no ifs no buts. Wilder's basically come out and said it. Yeah, there's no one um, else wanted him. Well, not, no one else was in for him because he said straight away he wanted us. Yeah, there was nothing else. All the pictures. Um, we can say we signed him. Listen, at the end of the day. Paratici and Levy were both away. Yeah. The social media teams were with them. We took our hundred uh, staff out there, apparently. Yeah, literally everyone was there. Um, and fun. I know they can do a lot of things over fax and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I know the year we're in, but at the same time, they're probably waiting for them to come back. Yeah. Sign yeah. up because it is just paperwork left. It's it's all yeah, going to get I'm done. I'm sure it'll be done tomorrow. There was That's no need to rush it. No need to rush it because he was never going to get a visa in time to go out to yeah. South Korea. So I think they'll just come back. We'll see something probably built by Wednesday, most likely tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I think there's an element of the social media fa- a social media team going, oh, you want to leak stuff? We're going to make you wait. <laughs> um, I think it's them having a bit of fun as they're well. Just, like, they're spending too much time trying to sack the person who took the photo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who did it? <laughs> who leaked it? They're going on a proper manhunt. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm... I'm fairly excited about it I'm not I'm not like fucking running up and down the walls because you know this is a young prospect who's he's very he's exciting but I, I'm, I'm wanted, I want to I'm trying to keep myself calm I think the delay in announcing him has helped me stay calm but I think I remember I remember a couple of years back seeing him play for Middlesbrough against us and thinking yeah he, lo- he looks alright again not I wasn't I wasn't saying at the time he's going to be the best thing since sliced bread I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be that guy who said I knew him when he was 16 I'm just saying <laughs> I remember seeing I w- him I watched, I watched him when he was a youth kid yeah exactly. I know his dad I know his dad I live next door to his dad <laughs> dog, dog's walker um, no, but he no he's, he's I exciting saw him, I saw him against Arsenal which was an amazing performance and United I oh, think yeah, it was United, wasn't it well no, was it was, one, was it Leicester or something because he, he, he scored against one of them he, well, he, he bullied Martinelli oh, bullied really? him and I think it was United he had a good game against as well but yeah um, what can you tell us about him because I think I, I mentioned before to you that it's somewhat like Walker in that he's a quick right back from the championship but he's not really is he he's quick he's big yeah. um, he's decent defensively I'm a bit worried about Izzy like Walker where he trusts his speed a bit too much so his positioning was a bit off. Mm. Like, Walker always had that in him. Yeah, but Walker um, was playing right back. He's playing right wing back. So I'm not yeah, as it's like and he's got Romero, Romero behind he's him. He's got Romero. Like, we don't even need a right wing back if we're honest. <laughs> um, but no, like he's going to have so much license to go forward. Mm. Um, 
I think what will help is again I'm going to mention the game name again. It feels like I'm his best mate, but Perisic. Um, <laughs> well, we should specify again. We're into Milan fans. Like we yeah. watched him a lot. We fucking love Perisic. But it's that we saw it with Hakimi and Perisic, yeah. even Darmian and Perisic. Mate, he um, made De Lorenzo work. Not De Lorenzo. Who was D'Ambrosio? Demarco. D'Ambrosio. Yeah. <laughs> work as a wing back. I'm sure he'll make Spence work. But it was it's it's the fact that he will have a lot of time where he doesn't always he's. It doesn't need to be a technician no. where he's he's crossing needs to be like Beckham. No. He just as long as he whips it across that back uh, across that um, six yard line. Um, if Kane or Son don't get there, I can guarantee you Perisic will finish it because we've seen Cess and Regulon be there and when they don't finish it, Perisic will finish it. Yeah. Perisic will hit one. Um, and as long as as long as he's not too much like Aaron Lennon, where it's always the byline. As long as he's got a bit more about him, maybe cutting it back, um, I think he'll be successful. Was he my number one pick? No. I would have preferred someone like Mahale or um, Molina, who are a bit more technicians. But Spence, I'm not sure about Mahale being a technician. I think uh, he's an athlete. He's, I think his he's, crossing's great. Is it? I haven't seen him. His I, final seen ball. Him in, the, in the Euros and just thinking he's a, fucking, he's a pure athlete. Like his his final ball, trust me, Ash. His final ball, brilliant. Maybe it's because um, I saw him on the left for Denmark. So I didn't see much crossings. He always had to, He was always coming back onto his right foot. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. Listen, Spence ain't gonna have to do that. Yeah. As long as Spence can play the way he's been playing, mm. he'll have a lot of confidence. Um, he'll have good. He'll have good backup in terms of Emerson defensively and Doherty, who's played that position. Um, these both these these two players are not great, but as rotational players, they do a job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think spent that 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 will help Spence, um, and I think it gives us a bit more dynamic to our team. Yeah, I mean, something I know, a bit different. I know there's uh, there's still quite some time left in the window, but there's not really been any noise about Doherty or or Emerson leaving at the moment. Are you, are you worried that we're a bit overstacked at right wing back, or is it? Is no, not at all. Only a good thing. I mean, Doherty's been covering the Doc, left a lot as Doc, well. Doherty can cover the left, um, which we may need. Um, having we've only got one man extra than most teams. Most have two, two from either side. Yeah. But we're not, we're compensating by not having an out and out some replacement. So well, if it ever if yeah, but if it ever gets to that, we can always have Cess dock it your sub and move Perisic forward yeah um, it, it, it's not we're not overstacked um, I think the quality could be improved yes but the, the two we've got along with Spence it's good rotational players to have nothing special but in unison and in rotation they all offer something slightly different yeah right well um, there's, there's, I know there's something that you don't want to talk about but we, we kind of have to and it's that fucking rancid away kit. Oh fuck Can you! Know. Christian, I want you to give us the best verbal description for this audio format. Oh, I can't. Here. What? How? How? How do? You, how would you describe I'm, it? For the like, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's lost for words. It's 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 literally like a kid's been given a black bit of paper, <laughs> and they've scribbled a bit of blue slash purple in the middle. And then gone with a highlight around the edges. 
Well, there's pictures I, going around about that, about that wetsuit. They see. Yeah, there. so <laughs> there's a, there's a few people I talk to. I don't want to nick their saying, but a lot of people are saying it's a, it's a wetsuit. And there's actually <laughs> one by Speedo that is exactly the same. And <laughs> it's so bad. It is embarrassing, especially when Barcelona have got the same style training kit that we've we've got as our second kit, and it was the same last year. Yeah, it's. It's the it's the colour scheme for me. It just was, doesn't work. The shorts really, make it even worse. I was really hoping it'd be one of those kits that looks okay when it's on. It just doesn't. It looks even no. worse if anything. That's what I mean. Like last year's kit looked horrible, but when the players put it on and Which when people one? had it on, um, the more coloured like galaxy. Yeah, the word the galaxy. That was one. beautiful. Yeah. What are you talking about? I loved that. No, from the gear. but that was awful in the picture. I loved it from the jump. No, in the picture it was awful, but when people had it on, it, I actually started to enjoy it. I wouldn't buy it because for me, I, it doesn't suit my curves. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I think I think the home kit's grown on me a lot, even though it's got a highlighter on it. I, I think it's grown kit. on me a lot. Um, we'll see what this third kit looks like at the moment. I mean, I'm not Pictures. buying any of them at 120 fucking quid. No, um, no. <laughs> they must think I'm some kind of mug. I'll wait till they're till they're discounted at the end of the season <laughs> yeah. right okay um, obviously I think it was amazing for Son wasn't it for, for him to be able to take the boys out there I think he took them all out for oh, it he looked so happy did the boy didn't he yeah he took them all out for Korean barbecue I mean we even saw Alistair Gold giving out a few um, <laughs> signings a few, a few signings and stuff so that was obviously a lot of fun um, I think I think it was mental as well I think something like um, we've got with the most followed sports club on TikTok or something, with about 180 million followers, and 178 million of those are South Korean. It's fucking mental. Like yeah. the impact of Son out in out in Korea and what it's meant for the club is can't be understated. Can it? Like even if even if someone come in for us and said we'll give you 120 million for a 30 year old son, he's worth even more than that. Like just on the commercial side as well as his playing side. Isn't Commercially, it? he's worth a hell of a lot. Probably even more than Kane, if we're honest. Yeah. Commercially, and there's um, something about we sold something like a couple hundred, like however many hundred million. Well, they were buying. Out there. They were buying retro kits and putting his name on the back. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and and you see, you even see it at home games at the lane. They 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 come over, yeah. um, and it, do you know what? It was nice to see. I'll be honest with you. I I actually really like. I said at the beginning, I really enjoyed the. The atmosphere, yeah. um, that the actual genuine fans really enjoying it, and it wasn't um, just for Son either. Like you said, it's for Kane. And whenever Conte was on the screen, the crowd yeah. you could hear him going nuts and stuff. So it was really nice. To see I think when we go to when we go to America, it is nice, but it's Different, it's a bit too it? commercial, isn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I even went to see. I went to see the. Um, I went to see the um, New York Knicks actually play at, at MSG. Um, and the atmosphere there was wank, and that was for their own fucking team, and it's the NBA, and I thought it'd be everything. So, this, this, yeah. So, America's not the same. But um, for you American fans listening, we're not shitting on you. We love you guys as no, well. You're was, welcome. To on. be fair, it was Christmas, and I think I was one of many tourists at the, at the <laughs> event. So, um, I came away with a foam finger and saying defense, defense. So, yeah, it clearly left an impact on me. It's but, just um, very, very different atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's because they just don't get it often enough, do they? I mean, I'm still a bit bitter about when South Korea cheated Italy out of the uh, was it 2002 World Cup? 
Yeah, I think it was. Let's not talk about but it. But I think they've won me over with, with this. Tournament. They they they, they cheated. They cheated Italy over. They cheated uh, Spain over. Oh, it was filth. It was filth. It was but, awful. Um, We'll end on a bit of a positive note. So obviously, we signed Son back in uh, 2015. Have you got a favourite song goal to commemorate his uh, homecoming tour? Oh, there's been a lot. Mm. There's been a lot, and just because he won, he won the Puskas Award, you got to go for that goal at Burnley. Yeah, I know. I, was, I did think that. There's, there's so many that came to my um, mind, but it was it's just such shit Man defending. City. Man City. Which, well, which one? He's got. In he the loves them. Well, he loves them in the Champions League. See, oh, that's the one. I went for the second one in the Champions League. Yeah. The away leg, when like he just receives the ball. That was one after Sterling scored, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He well, he scored two within like ten minutes after Sterling, uh, Sterling yeah. scored, and he just received that ball on the inside left-hand corner, and he just whips it right around the best goalkeeper in the world, right into the top bins, and. That, I think oh. that was the moment I believe we might beat Manchester City even though we had a midfield yeah. of Sissoko and the crooked Wanyama <laughs> so I, well, that, you're, that you're, was my opinion do you know what you, you're just making me think now what about his goal against Chelsea out on the right hand side where he cuts it back in oh what where he just absolutely rinses like the whole t- when he picks up at the halfway line the halfway line rinses, rinses it down the right unreal. cuts in on his left player falls on his arse and he just there was the one against. I was I was at Wembley for the one against West Ham. Like I think it was was it Aubameyang who just scored an absolute screamer, and someone was like, "Nah, not having this," and just went and scored one from about an extra five yards out on top of that one as well. That mm. was unreal. He's just the way he crosses. He can just cut in on either foot and just bang it. He's a sensational, sensational. Do pardon the pun. Uh, <laughs> sensational. He's he's ridiculously good and. I wouldn't replace him for the world and I know like a lot of players a lot of people will say will point to Liverpool and say that they're a model of the right time to sell your prized assets but I just can't imagine talking about Son uh, yeah I think so you look at but when they sold Coutinho and how they replaced him and well, I think Mane, the question mark's still out on Mane yeah I think the yeah, jury's think out the on that, but, but they brought in they already brought in Diaz in January and they brought in Nunes who I think is going to flop but less, less about less let's not talk about Liverpool too much but let me just say something about Diaz mm. right for me he looked like a player that was very good when they were winning yeah but is he going to drag them to wins like Mane did I've got question marks but that's all I'm going to say yeah I don't think so he's he's a, the player that stretches defences by making runs in behind I don't think he's got the intricacy and the technique to um to do what Mane did which actually will, might help us to actually take a step towards Liverpool which so this is see this is a Tottenham podcast there is a Tottenham link here um, <laughs> I, yeah so I, I think we can catch them up what's your um, making the signings we've made and just the first couple of weeks of pre-season are, are we still looking at, at third or second or maybe even higher so my expectations are not placed based on positions no um, so oh, you're such a fucking hipster no, I'm not a hipster at all. <laughs> Fucking far from it. Um, but listen, if we can finish within ten points of the winner, yeah, that's nice. progression. And if other people, we, we can't take away that other people are not going to progress. Mm. So to say that we're going to go past Chelsea, if Chelsea finish within two points of the league and finish third, and we finish a, f- a few more back, but finish fourth, it's not the end of the world. It's still progression. Um, so as long for me. If we can get 
a domestic trophy and within 10 points or under 10 points from the champions yeah. I think that's a very positive season and something to build on yeah. if we finish 6 points behind City that's great we've, we've, it's going to be difficult let's not forget that we're trying to overcome a 20 point deficit yeah yeah agree with all of that agree with all of that you can't really argue um, just before we wrap it up then we've already made 6 signings are there other not necessarily like player names but what else would you like to see us address if anything before well, the season starts it's well, it's well noted about the the AM attacking midfielder yeah but like it doesn't um, have to be out and out AM like someone who literally can come in and link up play like a bit play in Kulusevsky's position like it doesn't have to be in the middle of the pitch behind the striker and in front of the midfield too like it can be a creative player that plays out wide right as long as it's just someone who's who's got the vision and the creativity to cut open a defence yeah no yeah. definitely and it, does, it doesn't have to be an out and out 10 and that's why it's very unrealistic but I would for me I'd go and play heavy money for Milinkovic Savic no, um, who is not a 10 but he he'll break down teams just as easy as a 10 would he force but you I to go 3-5-2 th- three, three, uh, three, then or would you still well, he doesn't rotate? force you because you can still rotate with Benteker and Savic or yeah. listen at the end of the day I reckon in the Champions League we're going to see a 3-5-2 yeah. I don't think because I think he's happy he's happy to play Kulovesky down the middle um, so I, think I don't I'd, think it'd be an issue I wouldn't be surprised if he just drops in I think um, if, for, for those big games it just plays Skip and sort of Benton Kerr as your more all action number eights and has Basuma or, or Basuma rather and has Hoiberg in the middle um, and just tries to asks those midfielders to do the progression which is a little bit I don't know that'll put a few mid, a few fans on edge because they're not the most creative of players but um, they don't need to be when you've got Kane and in front of you I guess and you've got the Conte system um, so yeah you want you want a creative player anything else? yeah um I still think we might be a centre back short, um, specifically LCB. I think then Longley's more, more CCB maybe, um, but I wouldn't be crazy. I wouldn't be crazy over it. Um, and then yeah, that's it really. I think those two positions, if they can, yeah. I think there will be more opportunity signings. Yeah, I think they're um, going to be trying to trying to get young homegrown players in because we want to. Yeah have that quota and obviously have, have younger players that can challenge the more established like diet there are some positions you can afford to rotate heavily and there's some positions you don't want to like your defence you don't want to be rotating them more than you necessarily have to like Dyer especially so if I, I can reckon we can see a, a young homegrown player coming in, in in that position to replace Roden who's probably going and Tanganga who looks like he's on his way to AC Milan right no definitely Okay, should we uh, wrap it up? You happy to wrap it up? Yeah, just finally, as we said at the beginning, guys, we've got some some guests lined up, and they will be with us. We're aiming um, for the after the first game of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, And listen, guys, this is this is your time. Um, If even if you don't want to come on, please send us what you want to hear. We don't want to be the podcast that we're just talking to you and giving you our opinions. Great we want to become yeah we want to become a fan based podcast 
where you can come on as many times or at least times as you want we want to build it around you so please don't be afraid to message us if you want to tell me my opinions are shit do it <laughs> um, I'm, I'm totally down for a discussion um, and even if you're not a Tottenham fan um, and you want to talk about a particular game coming up or if you just want to have a discussion maybe Liverpool fans or Chelsea fans want to come on and speak to us about are you worried about Tottenham getting past you? What do you think separates? Um, let's let's do it. Let's have that conversation. But ultimately, Tottenham fans, it's all about you. So get them get them requests in, and we'll get you on. Yeah, you can get in touch with us on TikTok. It's at eighteen eighty two pod. That's at one eight eight two pod. You can find us on uh, Facebook if you just search the same name as well. And um, just yeah, send us a message on either of those two platforms, and we'll see what we can do to get you on as soon as possible. Like we said, we want to. Did make you? S- you. I think you've just made a mistake, mate. What's that? You said TikTok, didn't you? Did I say TikTok? We're not on TikTok I think you said because we're, not we're on fucking TikTok. fully grown men, and we do not make videos. We don't make. We our pubes came in a long time ago. <laughs> we ain't trying to make you on TikTok. Um, no, we're on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> At eighteen eighty two pod. All right, um, all right. We'll wrap it up there, lads and ladies. Hope you'll be able to have a uh, have a good night's sleep in this sweltering heat. I'll be struggling through, but I'll have dreams of Son and Kane scoring goals to get me through it. Up the Spurs. <laughs> good night, Chris.